Ask the Podcast Coach for October 26, 2019. Let's get ready to podcast. There it is. It's that fun-filled music that we haven't heard for a while. It's time for Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. I'm your host, Dave Jackson, from the School of Podcasting.com. And joining me, he's back! <laughs> the one... The only Jim Cullison from TheAverageGuy.tv. And Jim, I can't find your lower third. So nah, don't it, worry about it, Dave. It's, don't worry about it. Happy Saturday morning to you. <laughs> Listen, we were talking about this in, in the pre-show. It's just great to be back. It's been a long four weeks away. And uh, I was really looking forward to just kind of getting back with the community. I miss you guys when I'm gone. I, I, I try to listen to the show. Can't always listen to all of them. But thanks to everybody who filled in uh, for me while it was gone. But uh, great to be back. There we go. And... uh what have you, I, I always love to hear you, you do this thing with kids and it always makes my heart go pitter patter. It sounds yeah. so cool. So remind us yeah. what you've been up to. Well, you know, we invite high schoolers to come in on campus on Saturday mornings and learn how to be software developers. So they come in and this year we have about 16 of them and they have a project that they, they come up with an idea, a problem to solve. And then how can they solve that with technology? And then we help them kind of work through the code necessary to be able to get that done to make them software developers. Now, don't get any wild ideas. I am not a software developer. I don't do any of that stuff. I'm not good at it. Uh, but I can gather folks, influence them to come in and do that. And so that's what we do on Saturday mornings. Four weeks in, we take a week. Today is ACT week. So all the students are out taking the ACT. So we just, we take the week off. Two, I'm gone two more weeks. Although I may try and sneak in from the Gallup studios for the next two because they're going to be working and I'm going to be doing nothing. So I'm going to think I'm going to try and sneak okay. in on those. So, um, so yeah, that's what we do. Well, next week there won't be a show. Oh, good. That works out because well. I'll be hanging out with Kyle Bondo at nice. uh, DC Podfest. Um, okay. So that's going to be, um, I, I just, that's one of my favorite shows like ever. It's, it's cool because it's bigger than MapCon, I think. Yeah. It's bigger than MapCon. And it's like a little baby Podfest, but with like really good, content and networking and um no loud music that's it that's why i love that event when i think about it uh, i don't i don't think they have any that's live bands or anything in fact last year we had this um djs in bathing suits no nothing like that no? i think they uh, just had a networking thing and the only thing that made it hard to hear was the fact that there was a hundred people in a room trying to talk at the same time to each yeah. other yeah it was really really cool so that's that's it i was i've never realized that i'm like yeah. There's no, not even like a boom box with Kenny G in the background. Nothing. <laughs> it's just, Hey, let's get together and, and talk. So great. It is so great when you can, when you can actually network when you're doing those kinds <laughs> it's of a things. novel so, idea. Yeah. I, I did have, uh, I went to this thing. It's funny. I, I, I talked about this on my Facebook channel. I went to this thing called, it turns out it was do yo. I thought it was do yo, uh, which is short for do Youngstown. And the first day, I walk in they, it, and it's this old um, building. It looks like it should be like the Youngstown courthouse, this big granite, big pillars, stairs, the whole nine yards. And you walk in and it's just, everything is old. In fact, it's a historical building. And uh, I walk into this, what would be like the world's greatest wedding reception hall, except they've, they've separated it into four sections with um, somebody called it like pipe and drapes. It's basically these, these little, just that's it. And they're thinking the drapes are going to stop people. Like it's going to like, I'm going to be over here listening to my speaker and you're going to be about 
20 feet that way, talking to another speaker. And uh, that did not work. And I was, no. I, I almost was not going to come back on day two because I was just driving back and forth. And day two, the guy from Content Marketing World, I believe his last name is Polisi, Joe Polisi, has a couple really good books. Just I walk in completely redone. It's your typical thing. Big screens, everything. Joe's great. Uh, I went to a couple different presentations. They were great. And so as I'm getting ready to leave, I, I go to the main people at the front. And I go, okay. What happened yesterday? I go, because now that I've seen what you guys can do, like, what happened? Well, there, that was just unacceptable. I said, I almost wasn't going to come back. They're like, oh, we're so sorry. And uh, they had something in the night before, and they were supposed to leave at a certain time, giving that event time to come in and switch over, and they didn't. So they mm. were still setting up in the morning, and they're just like, ah, we'll just have to do this and that. And I was like, oh, Hey, that's kind of bad on the event, on the building manager. They should be mm -hmm. kicking people out. Mm -hmm. But uh, that was, um, that was fun. Well, that's, there's some time before you move on, there's some tie-ins to your own podcast. Like when, when you've created a, uh, an episode and it's kind of a disaster, maybe not because of your own, your own doings, whatever you had a, you had a guest on that it didn't work or the technology didn't work and you decide to do it anyways. Now in this case, yeah. like in a podcast, you can go, eh, we're not going to do it. But in this case, time, people coming, event, location, tickets have been sold. You got to do something, right? And and those are I, those are really hard situations that you just have to live through. Yeah. Like you can't there, there's you can't wish them away. You can't. I mean, you just have to kind of go. Okay, we did that, and hopefully, you know, you kind of hope. I, that they, your listeners or your customers don't hold that against you for, for very long. You know, you're kind of like, well, I kind of hope they forget like there was that moment, but it is, it is one of those things you, you spend all this time planning, you do all this preparation, you might set up a studio, you might do something, you know, you have all these anticipations and the more you've built it up in your own mind, the harder it is when you get there. And then the thing is just a nightmare. I don't know if you've ever had an interview day that you've really looked forward to maybe for a couple of weeks. And you do the, you get to the, you get to that point in the interview and you start interviewing them and the thing just craters. Right? <laughs> and you're like, ah, and you get done. You feel really bad. I mean, you talk about the imposter syndrome, right? With people. Yeah. And you start feeling like, oh, I suck and I should have never <laughs> done this. And this is terrible. And I'm going to quit podcasting today. Right. I think you just got to push through those those moments and say, yeah, this too will get better. I was having a really tough weekend this weekend, just last night and even mm -hmm. this morning, dealing with a customer. And I this asked the podcast coach for me this morning is that moment to get through it. It's like, mm -hmm. okay, get my mind off it. Let's talk about something else. Let's push forward. I think sometimes you just need to kind of push forward with something and say, just keep going, yeah. right? I mean... That that was my dad's, uh, one of his favorite lines is if things are going horrible or if I was, you know, when like you're a little kid and you're eight and you're kind of too old to be crying, but yet you're crying anyway. Mm -hmm. And my, my dad would, uh, first he would instruct me to go get a warm wash rag. That was like step one. I think that was just to distract me. He would then take the warm wash rag, wring it out and put it on my forehead and just say, this too shall pass. Yeah. That was, yeah. <laughs> feels good. Yeah. Feels good, but it will. That's yeah. the thing, right? It will um, uh, keep, keep moving. And I think that happens a lot to a lot of early podcasters because they don't know all the things they have to do. And so they get super excited about an interview and then it, it just falls apart and you're like, oh, I'm going to quit. Many do. 
I, I, I am convinced a lot of the pod feeding that we see is just because of that. And they, they're embarrassed. Or Can you imagine how these, these conference organizers, how embarrassed they were on, was it Saturday? Was it Friday? It was a uh, Friday in that case. Yeah. Yeah. How embarrassed they were. Like yeah. in, 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 there's nothing worse when you're organizing one of those kinds of things. And then somebody comes up to you and says, this is terrible. And yeah. you're like, no, yeah, you know, <laughs> no, no kidding. <laughs> really, really. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for telling me. Like I didn't notice. We thought this was awesome, <laughs> you know, yeah. and so, but you got to be patient. Okay. Yeah. We know we understand we're given, we're given, you know, you always got those feedback hounds that want to give you feedback, whether you're really looking for it or not at <laughs> yeah. that, at that point in time. So, um, <clears throat> but you gotta, you have to be calm. Yeah. Get through it, handle it professionally. And move, move on. And that, that, that feeling will pass. Right. I mean, and it does. Yeah. The, uh, uh, Michael says, or what happens when you lose your content? Uh, that's fine. I, I I actually lost a a website that just got hacked by malware and went to my backup of my backup of my backup and everything had the malware. And I went, well, I guess I could use the Libsyn page for this. And that's what I did. I I didn't lose the actual, yeah, I didn't lose the files, but I was like, eh, you know, what are you going to do? Not that big a deal. Um, that is a good. That is a good testimony of having good backups. For yeah. One, but having good backups of your audio files as well. Could you imagine if that your hosting site was also your media hosting site, yeah. and those got corrupt, and you were counting on that as a backup, right? So, you know, your audio files should be backed up locally. They should be somewhere on the cloud. Uh, where you can get to them and they should be in another spot that's different from those other two yeah. to make sure you don't lose them. Yeah. I, I hate, I get it about once a year mm-hmm. and it'll be like, hi, my husband had a podcast on your system and we lost him last year mm-hmm. and we're trying to get the files back. And it's been like a year and a half and I can find his account, but we've already wiped his stuff and nobody has, nobody had a local copy. And you're like, I just want to hear his voice. And you're like, you are killing me right now. I'm like, I feel so bad, but it's like, if we had it, we'd give it to you, but uh, we don't. So yeah, yeah, always have a backup of three of, copies. Yeah, exactly. Three copies. Yeah. yeah. And, and when you go, well, I have one on, I have one in my documents and I have one in this other fold. No, you have two, you have, that's one hard drive, two copies. And then same people go, oh, well, I have one on the C drive and D drive in the same computer. So like if you're in a fire, nope, you're going to lose both copies. You got to have one offsite, at least one offsite. At least. Yeah. yeah if not, if not more. Because yeah. that way um, in the event of some sort of nuclear Holocaust and the one in, you know, <laughs> Vietnam is still good, you know, whatever. Well, most likely, your just a hard drive goes bad. It yeah. doesn't even have to be catastrophic. Um, my sister one time bought a, a external hard drive, a backup hard drive, because that's the way they market them, right? Mm-hmm. And and I was like, well, okay, do you have it backed up? She's like, well, it's on my backup hard drive. And like, okay, so there's one copy on your backup hard drive. That's not a backup. Yeah. <laughs> like just because you call it a backup hard drive doesn't mean it's necessarily backed up. Um, and so that's the other, yeah, I bought this USB drive and I moved all my stuff there and it's backed up now. And I was like, no, that's not, that's not really the case. Uh, you need to make sure it's somewhere else. You're more of a hardware guy. I know. Mm -hmm. I love SSD drives now Mm -hmm. Is that uh, Mm -hmm. because rebooting used to be like, okay, let me reboot and go get a coffee and jog a mile and come back. And my computer might be started when I get back. And now I reboot and I'm back up and running in probably less than a minute. It's really quick. Yeah. But 
old spinning hard drives used to give you a warning shot. They would be like, you know, all of a sudden you hear this weird like, and you're like, hey, what's that's that's not normal ticking. Yeah, yeah. I don't think an SSD card is going to give us a warning shot. It's just no. going to quit working one day. Now, SSD, I, I just happen to have one. Yeah. Why wouldn't I? SSD, yeah. this is typically uh, two and a half inch drives. Yeah. You can replace your spinning drive. This is, th- these are getting uh, more and more, you know, um, uh, and I have this in a tray, by the way. So, sorry. The more and more computers are coming with these standards. So, a lot of people don't even know. They may not even know they have them, uh, but they do. Um, it's just getting more and more popular. If you have an older PC, you can replace your drive with that. But, Dave, you're right. These are almost no heat. And no sound. And they're super fast. And you're right. When they go, they're kind of done. <laughs> and so it's really, really, it's again, again, really important that you've got your files backed up somewhere. What, what a lot of people do is they'll purchase a smaller SSD drive for all the system stuff. So Windows or yeah. whatever, right? And then a second spinner for your data. And yeah. the data goes on that, and then you back it up to the cloud and some other things. I think uh, Bangs in the chat room says he goes Dropbox, Google Drive, iCloud um, is is kind of what he uses. And yeah, that those are those yeah. that that works. Those all work. I still have uh, uh, from years ago when you told me about it, a MediaFire account. Oh yeah, yeah, he's the heck out of dirt cheap. <laughs> it's like super cheap, super reliable. Those guys haven't changed the UI in like six years. Yeah. If you like, if you like a platform that never changes anything, that's MediaFire for sure. Just yeah. works. Yeah. If yeah I, super great. If I do with, and I could use Dropbox, I have a Dropbox account, but if I do consulting with somebody, I just take the zoom meeting and throw it into MediaFire, put a date on it. It's usually like, you know, Jim Cullison delete after such and such is the name of the folder. And I throw it up there and give it to you. And then after that date, I can go in and say, oh, I need to get rid of that, 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 yep. which it's super easy. So, well, and, and remember one file in the cloud is not backed up either. So don't, don't think, well, oh, I stored it on Dropbox. It's, it's there, right? No, that's not it. Yes, it is. But that's not backup, right? It's there. Some um, providers, uh, like in your case of when your website got corrupted, mm. some cloud providers provide versioning. So if you've got yeah. some things going on where you, it's a file you're changing all the time, sometimes you can go back. That's still versioning is not a form of backup. Yeah. It needs to physically be somewhere else uh, for you to get that done. So if you're going to use maybe Google, maybe a Google Drive and Dropbox, those could be two separate locations. Either one of them closed down. You still have the other one, either, even though they won't. But two places. Yeah. Three is better. If uh, if you have a question, you can always come in, askthepodcastcoach.com slash join, and uh, we'll see your smiling face right here. I found an interesting question out at Facebook. Uh, this is from, ooh, somebody's name I can't pronounce. Uh, I'll, I'll say Maisha. Uh, last time I launched a podcast, I grew frustrated recording because no one read my questions beforehand or read my instructions. I started I started agreements beforehand that they virtually signed, but people were still unprepared to answer the questions and answered on the fly and usually rambled. It was hit or miss with getting good content for the show. I know as the podcast host, there's usually something that I can do to help prepare guests. If you were a guest on a podcast, how could a host best help you prepare for the show? So I thought this was interesting because uh, I'll let you go first, then I'll chime in. What, what are your thoughts? Lower your expectations for your guests. <laughs> Just lower them down a little bit. Like I think sometimes we get a little too uh, like 
like, yeah, I sent you all this stuff and I'm expecting you to read it. It's the, was it the green or brown M&M thing with, with Van Halen? Oh, yeah. where they would put that in their contract and they would know if it wasn't read or not. Okay. That's a multi-million dollar contract. <laughs> We're talking about 45 minutes of an interview. So chances are, I think with your guest, you're not going to get them you're not going to get them. Most of them are not going to do that stuff. So you have to be ready. And uh, this is why I like a, both a pre-call and a pre-show mm. because that's the, that's the time I kind of get them ready. So I make them at it, it Gallup or we do this. We come on 30 minutes ahead of time and, and before the live show and have a full pre. Now, Dave, you and I don't really need to do that each week because we do this all the time, right? <laughs> I don't, we don't need a 30 minute pre-call. But if I have a brand new guest, you bet I do. And I actually call them too. We, we do a pre-call, maybe a week ahead of time to work those things out. So I would not send... I mean, it's, it's, it's adorable that you do do that, but nobody's yeah. reading it. Nobody is reading those yeah. things. And you just, you got to get them. I think you got to get them on the line, talk to them about it. And then a pre-show, I think is super, super important. So that's what I would say. I don't know. Did that sound too condescending? No, my whole thing is... Uh, like we're all busy and I have two people that want me to be on their show and you're giving me homework. And I'm like, cause I've seen people they're like, I've had people want me to write the questions and I'm like, no, no, that's your job. I'm not, you know, uh, but my whole thing is this is again where they're blaming. And this is where I am going to sound condescending. When you blame a bad interview on your guest, I go, uh, uh-uh, sorry, that's on you. So I'm like, what are you doing? To get to know, like, how did you pick that guest? And you should know the answers kind of before you ask the question. So that way you're like, oh, I know your story. I'm going to walk you through this part of your story and that part. And I'm, to me, I'm like, you know, why? I don't know. It's, I would like to, to, to see what their checklist is and, and things of that nature. But to I'm me. I'm sure it's good. I'm sure it's a great oh, yeah. checklist. Nobody's reading them. They're just not like you have to, you have to know they're not going to do it. People don't read things anymore or ever. Yeah, so, no, yeah, they I, don't. You know, we, no. um, it's funny right now with, uh, at Libsyn, it seems to be, I, I was joking this week. I said, it's almost like the walking dead, not that our customers are zombies, but they come in herds. Like Friday mm-hmm. is typically mm-hmm. kind of a slower day. And I remember I looked up, we had like 12 tickets and I'm like, that's kind of normal. Cause we'll bang those out real quick. And all of a sudden I looked up and it was 40 and I was like, wow. And I swear I will get five times in a row where somebody, and it's just, they don't understand how podcasting works, which for me is great. That's called job security. Mm-hmm. And they go, Hey, I just uploaded my episode and I'm not in Apple. And I get that all the time. And in fact, I'm going to start, I think doing a one minute podcasting from ground zero in every one of my my presentations because it's starting to see that like nobody knows this kind of thing. Um, and, and now I'm trying to figure out what, how's this ties into what you were saying? Um, oh, it's oh, that, more coffee. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is, it is just, I think the expectations to circle back around yeah. while you're thinking yeah. about this. The expectations as a host is that your guest should literally have to do nothing. I remember now. Nobody reads. Nobody reads. Nobody reads. Because we, we, all those questions have been answered in many, an email, in many, and it's like, no. No, because we used to have, we used to have this thing called Walk Me that would literally, you would log in and it would say, hey, click here to set up your account. And it would actually say, click here, click here. Nobody used it. It was expensive and no, no, I'm just going to do what I want to do. So um, I am, uh, I don't know if you saw this, Jim. 
any national news about podcast? David Plouffe's? Nope, I didn't see this. No, haven't. Uh, I didn't. I just, the one I saw was from our good friend, Bob Pittman. And you're like, Bob Pittman is the iHeartRadio CEO. He was interviewed on CNBC. And he said that he said that podcasting is an extension to radio and also said the company is encouraging everyone that would be iHeart, uh, everyone to get into podcasting because we are the leader. We've got the big library and we've got the big shows. And I swear that guy and I boy that you want to hear a, a really controversial thing to say about somebody. That guy's the Donald Trump of podcasting. And here's why Donald Trump in my, I don't want to talk politics, but one thing, if we just talk about his campaign, that guy's campaign was, I'm going to say something outrageously, just outrageous Mm -hmm. to where people go, did you hear what he said? And then they would talk about him forever. Yeah. Giving him tons of exposure, whether you agree with the guy's politics or not, that worked. And I swear Bob Pittman is just taking a page and like, I'm going to say something like, you know, I heart invented podcasting and watch people's heads explode. And well, he, does, he doesn't care. Yeah. Like, he just doesn't. He doesn't care. They do have talent. I heart radio oh, in yeah. their, in their group of, of stuff that they have in their company. They've got some great talent. They, they we've been saying for years, get them off radio and get them into podcasting or do both for God's sakes. Yeah. Like this isn't that hard guys. And it's, it cracks me up because they just woke up. Like, iHeartRadio just woke up to podcasting and they're like, oh, oh, it's here. Oh, now we're the best. And you're like, okay, well, let's slow Easy. down. We, okay, but they are pouring money into advertising for it. And yeah. so the fact that they're saying they're number one and they're putting it on a billboard and it has the word podcasting in it, that's actually pretty good for us. So I, I don't, I mean, is it ruffles some feathers and it makes some people angry. And that's good. Like you said, it gets, it invokes emotion. Yeah. True or not? Mm, okay. Probably not. Yeah. But um, it is good that they're pouring some money into, you know, into what they're, what they're doing. Well, and where Will Farrell is doing something outside of the Anchorman thing. I can't remember. Uh, Rob Burgundy. He's now doing a separate podcast, I think as Will Farrell or something, or I just, I heard his name mentioned in starting another podcast. And I was like, ah, there's a guy that has found once again, that podcasts are like potato chips. You can't lace potato chips. You can't have just one. And uh, I heard that on pod news and I was like, ah, he's, so there's a guy that's has found, you know, that, Hey, this podcasting thing is pretty cool. Conan O'Brien signed a seven year like million dollar deal um, to do his podcast. And I just heard him interview John Oliver and he said, you know, if you had asked me five years ago that one of the things that you get the most enjoyment from is what appears to be a side business radio show. He goes, I would have been like, I'm on TV. Why would I want to do that? Right. Right. And it's because he's getting more people listening probably than he is watching. I know um, his show is 25 percent ads. I, I did a little thing where I, I timed how many minutes of adver- who, who show Conan O'Brien needs a oh, friend. Conan. Yeah, yeah. 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 And that's why he's getting yeah. millions of dollars yeah. is because he's making yeah. boatloads of cash. Um, well, they're not tied to a format. I mean, TV yeah. is so tied to a format. Even radio is tied to a format where in podcasting, you know, you're not beholden to anybody. You, you can kind of do what you want. Right. And so, yeah, these guys like it. It feels free for them for the first time. They don't have some producer telling them every word to say and oh by the way we're going to do this interview but you got to work in this movie thing and yeah right you know and it's like oh my god dave i i have this i think the more popular things get the more 
dumb they get, like the dumber, the less, like think about the real popular TV shows that we have, the real popular ones, the survivor or whatever, dancing with the stars, that content is, it's not really like it's entertainment. It's not really content. Right. And I think we're going to go through an era where we're going to see a lot of podcasts sort of this way too. It's a kind of the dumbing down of podcasting, like where it's just shock jock or whatever. Right. And I think Joe Rogan is a, is a good example of this. Now he may break the mold a little bit because he does get some really good conversations going right in, in it. Right. So maybe a little bit different, but for, for podcasters who are really interested in delivering good, smart content, your audience is always going to be small. Always. Yeah. It, you're, you're, yeah. yeah. I, I just heard about it. I haven't heard it yet, but I heard that he interviewed Edward Snowden. And I'm like, I will yeah. go back to listen to that. Now that's, yes. You know? Yeah, now that's a good one. And yeah, was, he's probably, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was thinking but, about that today, Jim, as I was eating my Centrum Silver um, <laughs> vitamins. That that's to me, is the key of, of like, I always wonder if people think we don't notice, like when, I don't know, insert TV show, and especially if it's an Apple laptop, they always have that logo. I think that's why Apple has the logo on the top of their, their th- it's always amazing how... I know. There's always I just know. product placement. And I'm like, okay, you know, or, or I, my favorite is on talk shows where all of a sudden they're talking about their movie clip and they're like, yeah, I would be bored in my trailer eating raisin bran. And I'm like, wait, why are, why are we including raisin bran in this? Con- there's always like, there's one weird, like yeah. we have to take the conversation way over here yeah. just for a second. So I could say Metamucil or whatever it is. And then they go back and um, yeah. So that's uh well, it, 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 you know, back to the Snowden, yeah, Joe Rogan thing. Like that, can, that's got some traction. But but most of the folks that I see talking about that are not your typical. Like the numbers for his Snowden interview will probably not be the best numbers he's he's ever seen. Like because it's too smart for most people. Like Snowden was bringing really good smart content now that you can't get uh, any place else well and that's questionable because you <laughs> yeah they they, they, they kind of leaked all the good Area stuff 51 and aliens yeah. and and they talked about trail what do they call those things the <clears throat> chemtrails chemtrails uh, okay there's there's some populist conversations that are going on there and and so maybe maybe that'll be different but i just i don't think you're going to get you're going to get the really, really, really smart podcasts, the one that are really niche. You're just not going to get large audiences for those. It's just not going to happen. No, but the, but you're right. But the, the niche audience you get is going to be rabid. Oh, super engaged. Yeah. Super, super engaged. By uh, the way, they'll get equally happy with you and they get angry with you. Just, yeah. Just don't worry. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Kyla saying, I'm using a free host for my Napod Pomo, which is fun to say. National mm-hmm. podcast. What's. What's the po for? It's a podcast a month, right? National a production a for a month. Yeah, it's basically doing a. Po- I'm gonna I'm gonna try it in okay. November on uh, okay. the Building a Better Dave show. But what happens when if the podcast takes off? What happens when your free hosted Napod Pomo podcast needs to migrate? Well, number one, you hope they do a 301 redirect. So don't use Shout Engine. Don't use RSS.com. Don't use uh, TalkShoe. And James Cridlin is working on an article. I keep feeding him. Like here's another one that doesn't do redirects because there are people that won't redirect your show. And then what happens, here's how you get out of that, which is horrible. So let's say I'm using shout engine. Uh, I have to go to shout engine and first I have to go to Apple and manually change my feed in Apple, which normally that's the last thing you want to do. 
because it strands your audience because now your audience is looking at shout engine, but everybody from this point forward will get your regular feed. <clears throat> so now you go back and you do one more episode on shout engine that says, Hey, this is Dave. Um, if you like this show and you want to get new episodes, you have to do this. I'm sorry for the inconvenience, but it's super easy. Just unsubscribe and whether they're whatever app you're in and then resubscribe. And that's all they have to do. And you'll lose about 40% of your audience because 40% of your audience won't do that. And that's where you kind of go, well, then they didn't really like the content. I'm like, mm, yeah, but uh, it's, it's horrible. And there are uh, talk shoe is the one that I'm like, aren't you like a gold sponsor of podcast movement? And they don't, I'm like, that's kind of podcasting 101. So yeah, that's most, most I haven't used, is it gold circle? There's something red circle, red circle. I haven't, I haven't played with them. I actually thought about doing using red circle for Napod Pomo just because it's a, a reason to play with a new toy, but uh, yeah, it's not bad. I use fun. it. Yeah. yeah. It's not, not bad. Uh, Nancy has a question. Uh, change my podcast name and artwork on July 19th show across all platforms, except now on Apple podcast app, new image appears, then shift to old when playing go into, cause I know Nancy's on Libsyn go into destinations, go into edit the Libsyn classic feed. And there is a check mark there that says you show image for episodes, because that means you have an episode image oh. on the episode side. So it's, it's showing that image, which is odd because usually Apple podcast only shows the show image, but that would be a way to, to do that. So that's, I, I had that same problem on a Gallup podcast. I'll need to go back and yeah. double check that. And if you're doing, if you're looking in like overcast, overcast, God bless them. I love the fact that they do that uses the image in the ID three tag, which means you'd have to, change the tag in the file and re-upload it. And that's where you kind of go, you know what, just enjoy the old logo. It's, it, it's beautiful. It's great. But if you change the name, that might be a little confusing, but um, the other thing you would want to check, make sure your artwork meets Apple specs. I see people do that a lot. They will have one that's in spec. It's 1400 by 1400. And then they will upload an image that's 500 by 500, which is way too small. And Apple goes, we're not using that. That doesn't meet specs. So they keep showing the old one. But uh, I believe uh, in Nancy's case, she's, I'm, I know she had somebody design a really cool piece of artwork. But uh, uh, And when in doubt, email support at Libsyn.com and we can, can help you with that. So, But changing the name is always kind of fun. Um, yeah, and then Kyle says, this might be the case too. Show art cash on Pocket Cast is a pain. Yeah, in some cases you have to unsubscribe and resubscribe to your own show. That's kind of a pain in the butt. In general, um, that's probably, I made a, a video on this in YouTube with uh, just in general, it could be formatting. So, hey, if I don't have my links, I have bullet points in, in this case, Libsyn. But when I go to Apple Podcasts, I don't see my bullet points. I have all these links in the show notes where I have the word like whatever it is and that would work. Actually, you don't want to change. Yeah, try changing the file name of the artwork. That also will help. But um, if you have words that are links, those don't show up unless, and that's if you go into the Apple Podcast app and you do search or you do browse. Because both of those, technically, you're doing a web-based view of your podcast. If you subscribe to your show, and everyone listening should subscribe to your show right now. So if you have a podcast, subscribe to it in Apple Podcasts. Why? Because if nothing else, it's one more subscriber that, you know, pushes you up the charts and gets you to stardom, but also your formatting, all that formatting, everything that you're like, Hey, this doesn't look right. Or the other one is 
I uploaded a podcast a couple hours ago. It's not showing in Apple Podcasts. It's not showing because you're looking in on the web-based version. The web-based version only shows uh, updates once every 24 hours. If you subscribe to your show, you will see your formatting and you'll see your your episode. So that's uh, that's the joys of. And to me, I go if you listen closely. Yep. Do, do you hear that, Jim? It's the sound of Steve Jobs rolling in his grave because it's like to me they were all about ease of use and it's like oh no you have to subscribe to see that and people are like wait you have to do what I'm like yeah you have to subscribe to your own show it's always fun yeah so and I think you got to subscribe in a couple places just to make sure it's doing things consistently everywhere like I do I do both Overcast, Pocket Cast, and iTunes. And check them from time to time. Like once a month, you don't have to do it every week. Just yeah. check it once a month just to make sure things are yeah. staying the way that you think they should. I, I don't, I think people still continue to put a little too much weight on some of that stuff. Like if the album art's a little bit different. Okay. Most people aren't even looking. No. So like, don't get too bent. Don't get too wrapped around the axle. Don't get too excited. You're not you're not going to lose subscribers over it because like wait a minute that art's not the right art unsubscribe yeah <laughs> nobody does said by no one ever so just well, don't get don't get crazy about it the thing I don't get right now is I have people that are like a dog with a bone and you're going drop it drop it yeah drop yeah, it yeah, yeah. drop it drop it yeah, yeah, yeah. drop it yeah. and it's ID three tags I'm like where were you in two thousand six. Oh. Wow. Like, where were you in 2006 when I was going, you should have ID3 tags because somehow there's some guru out there saying that ID3 mm. tags help you with SEO. And ID3 tag is something inside the MP3 file. And to the best of my knowledge, Google is not looking at that stuff. Apple Podcasts completely ignores them. Most apps do. Overcast shows the image, but everything else, it looks at the feed. And I have people that are just mm-hmm. really, really, and I'm like, I get it. I mean, I, I, so on one hand, you kind of go, so they don't really mean much. Do I still need to do them? I always go, oh, yes, please do. Cause you're going to have that one person that downloads your podcast from your website and listens in Windows Media Player. I do. I do. Yeah, I there you go. It's Jim. See, I told you. Yeah. No, I mean, I have a listener like that. No, I, I, no, I don't have time for that. But I, I have a listener. So what you're saying, you always have one, right? I have yeah. one listener who's, who lets me know. He downloads it, puts it into a player. Because I, for the longest time, my show used to be called Home Tech when we first started mm-hmm. it. And then I changed it to Home Gadget Geeks. But I never changed the file name. So for like 200 episodes, it said home tech dot blah, or home right. tech, whatever, uh, 155 dot MP3. That's what it said. And one day he let me know. He was like, hey, you're still, you never did change that. I'm like, you should never see that. And he's like, well, I do because I download the file and put it in, you know. And so, yeah, you'll get one. But I'll agree with you, Dave. It's good to make sure your ID3 tags are consistent, correct, get all the information in there. Whether Google does it or not, you should have them correct anyways. Yeah, it's it's it takes seconds to do if you're, I use... um I think it's MP3 tag and you're the one that turned me on to, yeah, that's the name MP3 tag works on PC Mm -hmm. or Mac. And you're the Mm -hmm. one that turned me on that you can right click on last week's episode and go tag copy, which is always the same. It's the same name of the show, the same host, everything else. And then you go tag paste. And then all you have to do is change the episode number and the name of the episode and you're done. And I was like, so yeah, so that was one easy way. It was one I had heard of. You kind of mentioned this earlier. Hey, it's your show. You can do whatever you want. Uh, But this was from Curphy, C-U-R-P-H-Y, Curphy Smith says, so we have a business podcast that is what 
has been described as Howard Stern meets Warren Buffett. Uh, a part of success, a part of our success has been the comedic sparring back and forth between my co-hosts. Uh, we are not boring. That's good. I wish I had the the Glenn clip. Uh, don't be boring, but that's great. So he says, uh, however, last night we were blessed to have Jarrett Payton, who was Walter Payton's son. And if you don't know who Walter Payton is, he's like one of the greatest running backs of all time. And he says he uh, was a guest on the show being that it is the 20th anniversary of Walter's death. The show mm. was very raw, motivational and emotional. My question is, when I go to edit this, should I stick to the format with uh, the plugins to make it more comedic like normal or just go with the flow of what we recorded? And I went, that is a good question. What what say you, Jim Cullison? I'm like, yeah, I'd, say, I'd say change it. Yeah. Change the feel if you can. Do, do something different, especially if it's that meaningful. Um, change some things up. You can go back to it the next week. Well, but- I- and somebody in Facebook had a great point. If you think about it, even like different strokes, which was kind of a comedy, what you talking about Willis for those of you that remember that mm-hmm. uh, family ties where, you know, Michael J. Fox was always going Mallory, my one, you know, all those always occasionally had on a very special different strokes, you know, I don't want to die of cancer, you know, whatever it was. So <laughs> some sort of Mr. Drummond, whatever it was, you know, <laughs> You know, on a whatever it was. Oh, that was good. There was um, there was a great thing. Um, I wish I had the clip. Dana Carvey, um, <laughs> the Dana Carvey show had a tremendous. It had Louis C.K. and uh, Stephen Colbert and Stephen, the guy that's um Colbert, and then there's Stephen. The guy was in the office. Oh, Carell, Carell, Steve Carell. They were all on that show, and it was just so over the top. It. it People didn't know what to do with that show. And they he used to have sponsors. It was like, I remember once it was like Barks Root Beer. And it was like, you know, on a very special home improvement. And I think it was Tim. I think Tim, uh, Tim Allen was, was had a cancer scare or mm-hmm. one of the kids did. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. it's, it's super serious. And they're like, you know, followed by the Dana Carvey, you know, booger fart joke, uh, whatever, blah, blah. And it just so did not fit. Well, they did, they did humor, right? They still did humor in the show, but it is nice. I think to call it out if you can, that you're, you're doing something different to your, for your audience. Um, and you know, oh, I think Randy Cantrell, who's out there in chat room, he's been bringing in, I just listened to the episode that you were on. He's been doing this craving encouragement kind of mm. campaign through his podcast. And he started the the he's been he's been introducing these into his normal leaning toward wisdom uh a podcast and he started the differently the the interview that he did with you that i just listened to yesterday he started it differently and i think it's good for the audience to kind of flag it to be like okay little different format here and um i'm having a guest on randy almost never has guests in fact you're the very first guest I think I've ever heard on that podcast. Um, and so I think it's good to shake it up a little bit and and maybe start it a little bit different. Now, if it's just slightly different, yeah, yeah that's your call, right? But not bad. Not bad to do something different. Yeah, it kind of shakes things. Uh, Lars Erlerk, the guy, the drummer from Metallica says, one of the great things about playing so slow stuff is it makes our fast stuff sound fast. So when you break format... You know, for yeah, something to sound yeah. fast, you have to put it next to something slow. Right um, I'm surprised we didn't talk about this earlier. The whole Catalina thing. I'm not a Mac person. I am not no. anti-Mac. 
But uh, I, Miss Eileen says, has anyone figured out how to convert a WAV file to MP3 and add ID3 tags with the new Catalina apps? I don't know if we need to use music apps or the podcast app. I know. Here's the fun thing about the Mac podcast app. Zero tools to troubleshoot that. Like in, in iTunes, I could right click and see what RSS feed was being used in that app. To the best of my knowledge, not the case with the new podcast app on Mac. I know a lot. Of, I'm not sure what the deal is with Catalina that it was in in quotation marks here breaking Audacity or Audacity wasn't working as well. Uh, I haven't. I, I have an old Mac Mini that I need to fire up and just let that bad boy churn all day updating the operating system because I'm about two operating systems behind. I just know it sounds like people are finding workarounds. I've just I, it's always a link, and I'm like, oh, I need to read that later, and then I haven't. So I, I'm not sure uh, what the deal is. But Daniel J. Lewis is saying when we're talking about these files and things like that, uh, ID3 tags, backtracks MP3 chapter creator. What what are your thoughts on chapters, Jim? Because that's another thing where some people I know some people yeah. that absolutely will get yanked. Because you put chapter markers because they're used mm-hmm. to going next and having it go to the next podcast. And now when you click next, it goes to the next chapter. And then I know some people, I have a, another guy that's wants Libsyn to make chapter markers. And he's just, he, to him, it's like not having chapter markers is like not mm-hmm. having an arm. Mm-hmm. So I do the same thing. I treat it like a video RSS feed in the sense that if I had an existing podcast that had been around for a year or two or whatever, and it didn't have chapters. I wouldn't all of a sudden just start introducing chapters to it because for that very reason, I think I would create a separate feed that was called my chapter feed. And it would be like, Hey, for everybody that wants chapters, here's a new feed you can subscribe. So you can subscribe to, and this is the chapter one of it. Now I know that's not clean for everybody. And I know that means you're keeping stats in two different places. They don't really matter. And you're, you know, those kinds of things. But Dave, if I was just starting a podcast brand new and I was going to start it with chapters, boom, you're, you're in business, get going. A lot of it is the expectation of the listener. And I feel like if you started a podcast with no chapters and maybe you want to test this with your audience, by the way, maybe you want to put out a chapter podcast and say, Hey, what do you guys think? Do we want to keep it or don't we? Right. Let the audience have some input on it. You may find out nobody does the, the button to go to the next podcast and it doesn't matter. But I, I just, I think we owe it to our audience to at least ask if they've been around a while. You know, to be kind of, I, I don't, I'm not a chapter fan. I would not, because I, I listen in my car and I don't touch my player. Yeah. Like it just plays. So yeah, I'm not, a, I'm, I, I don't do chapters. If, if, I, if I'm listening I understand to those that do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If, if there's a show with multiple topics, I appreciate them because there are times like I would, I would die if uh, Steven and SP had chapter markers because the whole how I save my podcast thing is that is I'm not their target market for that. I, I find mm-hmm. that segment is just not for me. And I'm always like fast forward, fast forward. Fast, and it would be great if I could just go to yeah. their, yeah. their main event thing or whatever. Yeah. Um, but you know, that's, that's, I mean, I, I started using them in the school of podcasting and I've yet to have somebody complain. Yeah. So, and, and that's, you could do that too. Right. I mean, yeah. you just kind of have to listen. You hate to alienate your audience. I th- I think you've got maybe so if your audience is a hundred, you have two who would care on the non chapter right. and two Dude, who love would it. care on the chapter. Yeah, it's just you have to decide: am I going to take the negative blowback if I do come across those people who really wanted it or really didn't want it? 
am I going to take the blowback for yeah. it? And the other, there's some ways to test it. The other thing I found out in the Apple podcast app, what actually does acknowledge the chapters, they're at the very, very, very bottom of the episode list. Like if you go to an episode, you have all your show notes. And then I think there's a thought there for reviews. And then under that, they're like, oh, by the way, there's chapters in this particular MP3 file. And and here they are. And I'm like, nobody's going to see those. That's pretty wild. Uh, Daniel says that in the new music app, because they've now separated on the Mac side, what used to be Apple iTunes is now Apple Podcasts and their music app. And apparently you can do ID3 tagging in uh, in that app. And uh, you know who is really into ID3 tagging? Our awesome subscribers. Our, our awesome subscribers. He said clicking on the show, the slideshow, and PowerPoint is just like, you know what? Ah, oh, there we go. So now this will be fun. I tried this earlier in the week. I was doing the podcast review show and went to share my screen, and it just was like, yeah, maybe. I'll think about it. But uh, if you'd like to be an awesome supporter, simply go out to askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome. And we are talking about awesome people like Anna T, who is currently the teacher's pet. Uh, she gets an hour of uh, consulting with me at a reduced rate. And uh, we'll have a podcast out very soon. Um, and then we always thank our $20 supporters. And we're talking about Jim Harold from Pod Lords. And I forgot, we're talking about our awesome supporters. So we need the awesome supporter, fun-filled music. Although that that seems very apropos for pod lords um that's that's great king kind of music greg over at dutchshepherd.com where he talks about financial wellness glenn the geek hebert i talked about him earlier about not being boring and oh, actually i have that right here um don't be boring there we go the one and only glenn hebert uh josh rivers over at podcasting experiments.com max trescott up in the air at aviationnewstalk.com shane at spybrary.com Carrie Bond at keywestperspective.com slash podcast. Carl White, you can find him at lifeinthecarolinaspodcast.com. And Kim Cradgy at toastmasters101.net. Jay Cleveland Payne, I need to ask him if how his website's doing. I, I didn't check, but you can find him at morebettermedia.com. And uh, if you'd like to be an awesome supporter, simply go over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome and uh, thanks to everyone for supporting and helping dave pay his taxes it's deeply appreciated (laughs) that's always the the Uh, why do you have to mention that the end of the year is coming up by uh, the way as a podcaster it might be a good time to start gathering your receipts so this the best time to do tax planning is never but the 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 time the second best time is right now so if you're if you're thinking about your taxes especially here in the united states i can speak for that now may be a good time to start kind of thinking through, okay, what can I expense? What do I, what are, what are my expenses? Am I even traveling on behalf of a business for podcasting? Do I want to establish my podcasting as a business? Do I want to engage a tax individual right now is a good time. They're not so busy. Yeah. If you try to do it in January, they won't return your calls. <laughs> so you might want to just, you know, think about that. Now, every year, Dave, I think about getting a tax consultant, just to help me with them because they get kind of complicated and blah, blah, blah. And I don't, and I need to, it's probably one of the smartest things somebody could do. If you're running your own business or an LLC or some of those kinds of things can't, and I'm no tax advisor, but it can be helpful to, uh, to get somebody else involved on things because you probably have more expenses than you think. And you might be able to write off some of those things that you've been buying. So, yeah, it's always, uh, I know when the first time I had an outside person do my taxes and she was like, wow, this, this is a mess. And I was like, thank you. (laughs) Thank you very much. Um, well, the, what they can do, though, they can help you set up some systems through the year yeah. 
So it's not such a hassle at the end of the year. Yeah. And the, the thing I saw, but it, it dawned on me. I mean, it's October 26th, which means November is, you know, five days away next week, six days away. Yeah. And I saw an article that said Walmart is going to move black Friday back. Like they're going to start doing black Friday stuff like tomorrow already black Friday for for them. Yeah. And (laughs) so it's just one of those things that if you're thinking of doing something like a food giveaway for Thanksgiving, if you're in the U S like you, the time to plan that was about a couple of weeks ago. And so if you're planning on doing any kind of Christmas stuff or end of the year stuff, you know, if you, if you plan on, Hey, I want to record a couple episodes ahead of time so I can have them automatically release, Oh, to, you know, so I can just relax during the holidays. Now would be the time to start planning those. You know, it's just one of those where it's like, I mean, I don't know about you, but October went like that. I just, they just, they just fly and it's going to get even worse. Yeah. Thanksgiving is coming up here in the United States and then Christmas. So we have Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And the next thing it you goes know, so it goes so fast. I'm, I'm going to be uh, Dave. I'm going to be in London the first week of December. By the way, any listeners of this show who are in the London area, December first, I'll have a day. Be in the London area if you want to get together right, and enjoy a brew and maybe a cigar or whatever. I would enjoy that. So, um, get in touch with me, Jim at theaverageguy.tv if you're interested. But it goes super fast to get up there, and I just kind of thinking about preparing for this trip to London. And I've got uh, I got five weeks, and I mean it's here. Yeah. So I better get, I better apply for my passport. Yeah. I'm just kidding. kidding. Uh, December. Yeah. That would be, that would be bad. (laughs) December 1st is a Sunday. Yes. It's a Sunday. I'll fly out Saturday afternoon. So I'll do Ask the Podcast Coach that morning. Oh, really? Okay. Cool. And then I catch an an afternoon flight to Minneapolis and Minneapolis to Heathrow. Get there the next morning and I'm looking for some, I want to meet, I want to do some, some listener meetup stuff. That would be fun. I, I put that out on Home Gadget Geeks, but this is, this is a, you know, a great oh, yeah. audience too. If you're interested in getting together all in there a full week. So once, once Monday starts, I will not be available, but I'd love to try and get together with folks on Sunday, December 1st. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to it. I'm not a big fan of flying. No, I mean, I fly a lot, but I, I'm not a big fan of it. So I, I figured like, out why I don't like it because yeah. I, I just, when I went to she podcast and here's why okay. and it's, a, it's a weird thing. Unless you're flying first class, you kind of feel like a peon. Yeah. Like oh, e- yeah. Oh, e- yeah. even oh, now, yeah. like just checking a bag, there's the, the big shot smarty pants line and mm-hmm. you, the peon. And then now you have to, if you don't want to sit in the middle, at least on Delta, you got to pay 30 bucks. And I'm like, really? And it's like, and that was a weird one in my brain. I'm like $30 or sit in the middle for two hours. Which one is that worth 30? I'm like, wow. What? I know. I, I just, know. and I was just like, and I just was like, you want a seat cushion or not a seat cushion? Right. We'll, we'll, we'll sell you the seat cushion. You and, can sit on the steel or not on yeah. the steel. Well, and they've made, they've made flying harder than it needs to be. Like, remember when they used to say, we're now boarding rows one through 10. Right. And now we're boarding rows 11 through 20. Oh. And now it's like, we're boarding section D of, and at one point they said, okay, we're boarding people in the main cabin. And I'm like, isn't like, it's a big tube. Like, isn't everybody in the main cabin? I'm like, yeah. wait, what? Yeah. I, I just, I was like, A, they're making it harder than it needs to be. And yeah. I feel like a peon when I do that now. And I was like, that's. No, I, I flew American just recently down to Florida. I think it was American. And they have literally 19 different boarding calls. <laughs> <laughs> and there's like seven of them before you even get to real people. Right. Like it's first class. It's medallion. It's in it's our veterans. People yeah, that they, need more time. Do you yeah. have a baby? 
It's yeah. Right. Yeah. Were you born earlier than 1970? I mean, you, you just, it's crazy. And then finally they gave it in there. And it's like, I don't know if that makes any difference. Like they're always late <clears throat> in getting people boarded. I don't know if that makes any difference or not. Anyways, I, flying is not my most favorite thing yeah. in the world. So I'm going to try and drug myself up. That's with it. Benadryl Watch a movie. Yeah. No, I'm just going to, it's an overnight flight. So I'm going to take whatever, some melatonin and some Benadryl and, and I'm going to drug myself super and just try to sleep most of it. Because I want to get there in the morning. Yeah. I think we land at seven or whatever. I want to get on a train and be somewhere and and uh, get lunch and dinner with, with folks in London. So I'm going to try and get some rest. I doubt it'll work. Um, I'm going to be, you know, that jet lag is pretty serious going that direction. So I doubt it'll work. But yeah. uh, be interested in meeting up with anybody that's that's there in the London area. And I would take a train to see us. So if you want to, not too far out of the London area, but yeah, you know what I mean? Just don't mention to anybody in England that you're going to France. They will smite you. <laughs> I, I did that once. And it was like, he's, I yeah. like he asked me, he goes, what are you going to be doing over the weekend? I'm like, hey, we might go to France. Look, the Eiffel Tower. He's like, you're going to France. He was like, uh, don't me. mention Brexit. Yeah. Don't mention no, Brexit. don't do that either. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, the chat room is talking about um, Accusonus. If you go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash ERA, that is my affiliate link, podcasting.com slash ERA has nothing to do with the Equal Rights Amendment. Um, they're doing right now a $9 voice leveler uh, plug-in. Now, we were talking about this last night on the Podcasters Roundtable. Ray Ortega is saying this is crap. He says it's not a great plug-in. He goes, yeah, he loves all their other plugins. He goes, but... The one that's on sale for nine bucks, I think it's normally 30 or 40, something like that. Um, so because Jim Harold is asking in the chat room here, speaking of lovelers, does anyone have an opinion on the vocal writer plugin? I know Chris Curran talks about that one a lot. I'm not sure who makes that, but that is not the plugin that's on sale for nine bucks. That's a different one. Uh, but um, yeah, I'm a big fan of just good old fashioned Auphonic. That is my leveler. $11 a month. Yeah. Get you eleven hours or something like that. And yeah. it's, I bought the uh, I, I bought the desktop version. It was a little more expensive, but I don't need all the other fancy stuff that you know. I don't need it to automatically post. I don't need it to stitch my intro and outro together. I just yeah. wanted to remove yeah. the hiss and make it because I was um, I was listening to some podcast in the car uh, driving to these events, and there was one where it was a husband and wife team, and then they had a guest. And every time the guests talk, because I'm in a car doing 78 miles an hour, you have this uh, kind of going on. And every time that guy talked, I couldn't hear him. I could, it was just like, I did, I, I, I'm like, mm, I can hear him, but I can't understand him. And I was like, mm, Alphonic would have taken care of that very easily. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I wonder, that's a debate for me. What's the desktop version? How much does it cost? Is I want to say it's 80, something like that. Yeah. It's more if you're yeah. going to be using it for clients. Um, but uh, I should just pony up and have it on the desktop. Yeah. It's super convenient. Okay. A couple things. Super convenient on the web because there's no software to install and it always just works. I go upload it. It does its thing Yeah, in my production process. I'm almost always letting it go overnight. So I'm uploading it. They, they, they are not the fastest at uploading a big file. So it takes a while for that thing to get there for whatever reason. And so it's slow. It, the, web, the web one is slow. Once it starts processing, it's fine. But getting it there is slow. But I don't care. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to catch it the next day. I thought about just getting the software, putting it on my desktop, running it locally. But I'm running a bunch of other stuff too. I'm running... Um, a, uh, a handbrake to mm-hmm. make the video files for yeah. me. I'm uploading YouTube at the same time too. 
So it's been six to one, half a dozen the other. It's been the other thing has been it didn't lock me into a platform. It's I pay eleven bucks a month. Right. If I want to leave them and do something different, I can just log you know log out, cancel, and be done, and move on to something new. So that's been a debate for me. I've been on Auphonic maybe two years. I've paid for that desktop license three times already. Yeah. So you know you're kind of like uh, yeah. so that's been a tough for for whatever reason. I just like the web version. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. Well, and especially if you're doing traveling, it's great because it's always available. It's in the cloud. And so that's a nice advantage of that. Um, yeah. No, right on. You can, you can do it anywhere. That's, that's another, it's another good reason to stay in the cloud. Yeah. And Banks is saying the ERA voice leveler doesn't work on all his DAWs. So, uh, and he was saying, I was talking about Ray and, and hey, nine bucks. It's worth a try. That's right? me. I'm like, that's me. I'm like, it's nine bucks. I'm going to download Seriously? it. Yeah. Seriously. Are we, are we really worried about $9? <laughs> that's two Starbucks, man. Or maybe that's a- less than two Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> that's one Frappuccino. Exactly. So, uh, but now, so just reminder, we're not going to be here next week. I will be in DC at DC Podfest, having a great time with um, Darwin Dave. I see he's in the chat room and Kyle Bondo. Uh, along with Jen and the whole crew over there and uh, Ralph M. Rivera from Podcasters Toolkit or Toolbox will be there. That's sad that I just said that name wrong. I'm working with those folks. Uh, Stick around for some uh, post-show. Jim, what's coming up on uh, theaverageguy.tv? Yeah, we had the guys from NextCloud. Speaking of backup, maybe that's why I was talking about so much. Just, you know, oh, Um, uh, NextCloud, they kind of, they're big believers in it's your data, you store it, you keep it, you do, it's private to you. So uh, theaverageguy.tv. Nice. What's the name of that again? Next cloud. Hmm, interesting. I'll have to check yeah. that out. Uh, good show. On the school of podcasting, have you ever been in this scenario where you're like, uh, I have no idea what I'm talking about on my show this week. Um, I went through, I've been kind of making a list of here are things you can do that you go, Ooh, I've never thought of that. That might spark an idea for an episode. Cause I've run people into that. They, they ask me a lot, like you've been doing this for, you know, 14 years, how do you keep coming up with ideas? And in some cases, A, you can actually repeat something if you have a new kind of viewpoint on it, if you've got new material. But in some cases, I will just do what I'm going to talk about on the School of Podcasting this week is let's go over here and see what's popular, see what's working, see what other people are talking about, and see if I have a different slant on that. So uh, thanks to the chat room. It's great to be back. Good to see you, Jim. Yeah, likewise. Good good to be here. We'll see you in two weeks. Two weeks. And uh, we're always here at askthepodcastcoach.com slash live. Thanks to all of our awesome supporters. Again, go over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome and stick around for some post show coming right up. <laughs> 